0: You know, there's a song many years ago that said, What is love? And it said, Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Okay, yeah, that was, that's not what we're thinking about here, but what is love?
1: What is love? Baby, don't hurt me.
0: okay thank you thank you media team but before we get into the message we have a video so
2: Love is not what you see in the movies It's not the ecstasy It's not what you see in that scene You know what I mean, I'm telling you right now True love is sacrifice Love is thinking about others Before you think about yourself Love is selfless It goes on. of love is jesus christ he is love the nails in his hands the thorns in his brow hanging on the cross for your sins my sins that
0: See, we have this picture, and we have clouded the word love. Love is a word that we just throw out there. Love is a word that we just use every day of our lives. I love ice cream. I love this thing. I love that thing. I love this. But as we look at Scripture, love isn't just a word that we just throw out there. You know, I know you are, most of you in this room are probably between the age of 14 and 16. Or 13. I said most. I didn't say everybody in this room was. Alright? Alright, let's just say you in this room. And I know that, you know, sometimes you think, you, you 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 say sometimes, I love you. You know, you say that to a significant other. Say, I love you. But what is love? What truly is love? And we're going to look at what Scripture says love is. And at that video where we just watched basically told us some of the scripture, and basically that all the scripture we are going to look at. But I want us to look at 1 Corinthians 13, which is known as the love chapter. And this is what it says in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, Love is patient, love is kind, and love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. Now I want you to think for a second. Love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy or boast. You ever found, this is what we hear a lot of times in life, if you love me, you would do this. How many of you ever heard that? How many of you ever used that? (laughs) You tell your mom or dad, if you love me, you would buy me this. If you love me, you would do this. If you love me, you would, it don't work on them, right? No. But that's what we do. Again, we throw the word love out there. And we just think that, okay, yeah, you know what? Love. You know, I love you. I love, you know, that, that's just not what, what love is about. It goes in, in verse 5. It says this, love is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. Let's go on. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. I know some virgins say this, love does not keep a record of wrongs. You see, a lot of times for me and you, like I said, we would say we love somebody. But you know what happens when that person does something else to offend us? It's as if that love breaks. And you know, we might make up as friends. We might say, "Okay, I forgive you." But you know what always ends up happening when something happens again? What do we do? Bring up the last problem. Bring up, well, man, this is the same thing that happened before. Let me just ask you a question. You know. Me and Tamson are uh, the only married couple in here, right? If I, had to, if I had to every time, if every time, I, I shouldn't say if every time I forgave her, if every time I did something wrong, because could I mess up the most? If every time I did something wrong, and my wife made a list of those wrong doings, and then when I mess up again, she says, well, you remember January the 1st, you did this. Would that be love? Huh? Alright. She what? What do you say? <laughs> forgive and forget. Alright, that's a good point. But well, let me add your a question. And we're going to get to that. There's only one person who can forgive and forget. And that's who we truly find love in. And who is that? God. You see, me and you as human beings... We, don't, we can't truly experience the love that what Jesus is talking about because we are human beings. We remember things. I could always say, I forgive my wife. I could say, I forgive you. But the minute I mess up again, I'm going to remember the last previous time that you messed up. And I'm going to bring it back up again because we are human beings. But Jesus, when he was on the cross, he died. God is love. God showed his love toward us while we were yet sinners. Jesus did not say, go and, and get things right before you come to me. No. He said, I died for you while you were yet my enemies. Again, love. Do you love your enemies? Hmm. You could probably look at someone in this room right now and you probably think, I wish I could beat them up. <laughs> Wow, that just, that just threw out the last three weeks of community what we talked about. <laughs> okay, they sisters, right? Okay, y'all love each other, right? Okay. But no, we, we always, in a sense, we always do this. We always say we love something, we love someone, but yet we don't really know what love is. And this goes on in verse 7. It said, Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. And that last point is so important. Love endures all things. Think about today's society. Think about the world. We live in a world that a lot of people get married. But they don't get married. They also get what? Divorce. You know, in in America, statistics show that almost 50% of marriages end in divorce. That ain't nothing to joke about. You see, the reason why, and you may learn this. many of you have been to a wedding, you've heard this. Why do you have a ring? Why is a ring round? Anyone know why? Because what? A circle. Because a circle is not broken. A circle is not broken. But yet today, the covenant that most people make with the Lord, when they get married, they break it. And you see, we need to recognize that that is not what God designed. That is not what God called love. This is what God called love. As we look at 1 John 3, 16, 18, it says this, By this we know love, that He, Jesus, laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? You see, just like we talked about for the last three weeks, we talked about community. We talked about how we need one another. We talked about this over and over again. And this brings it all together because you know what? Without God's love, I can't truly love you. You see when we have God's love, when we truly experience God's love, when God transforms us, it's only through His grace that I can love you. On my own I cannot love you. Because you know what? You're gonna get me mad. I'm gonna get you mad. But it's only because of the grace of God and I see the sacrifice that God made that I could say I love you. And the question again is this is what he's saying love is. Love is Saying that, as Jesus said, I'm willing to lay my life down for you. Think about that for a second. How many of y'all willing to die with somebody in this room? Okay, how many of y'all are willing to die for me? Don't raise your hands. Oh yeah, a couple of y'all. Thanks man, I appreciate that. Y'all truly love me. Alright. You'll die for me? Thanks Sean, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, right. Y'all say that now. A bullet come in? They all throw me in the front <laughs> <laughs> but but let's go. Let, let me just. Can we go back? Can we go back to one slide? Can we go back one slide? Just to look at that verse again. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. We must lay our lives down for one another. And again, we need to recognize again, as we have been talking about, this is a community. If you in this room call yourself a believer, if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you are my brother, you are my sister. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. And again, as we think of that bond, that bond can sometimes be more than even our blood brother or sister. Because, you know what? We don't know our family members. We don't know where our family members are if they have accepted Christ. But as members of the body of Christ, we have that connection. We have eternal life. We have life abundant. You know, and and I think that so many times we come to church. We hear the gospel message. When we hear Jesus died for our sins, we hear that so many times. But I don't think we actually grasp what Jesus did for us. That he took on my sin and your sin. That he came to this earth and died so that me and you can have life. Me and you can have A relationship with Him. In verse 18, it it says this. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. You see, I could tell you I love you. And we have a bohemian saying where we could say, mouth could say anything. Mouth could say anything. I could tell you I love you, but you know what? Until I show you that, it's only a word to you. Until I say, you know what? I'm going to go out my way and show that I love you. It's only a word. Again, and that's why I say, at the, I said at the beginning, we throw this word out so much. I love you. I love this. I love that. But yet, God is love. God is the true the only true love that we know. You see, when we think even our home lives, some of us you may think, you know, our parents, they fail us. You know, I fail my wife. You fail your brother and sister. But there's someone that never fails, and that's God. He's already paid it all. There's nothing mean you could, no more than mean you could do. The thing what we have to recognize is it's not because of our works that we are saved, because we could work all day, but because we have a relationship with Jesus. There must be works. Because we have relationship with Jesus, I must want to strive to be like Him. I must want to do things for Him. But I could never earn this gift. It's a free gift. Again, it's another verse that we've, remember as a little kid, singing a song about this. And I won't sing, because I don't want to scare anybody. But 1 John 4, 7, and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is from God... And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. He that loveth not, or anyone who does not love, does not know God, because God is love. You see, God is love. So the answer to the question at the beginning was, what is love? God is love. And the question for me and you, and how do we apply this, is this. Have we experienced that love? Do you have a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ? Because that's the only way that you could experience true love. There's no other way. You see, and a lot of us on this earth, because we see, we we come from different backgrounds, we have problems with some of our families, you know, we sometimes get resentful and we think, you know what, I never will truly experience love. But there's someone who's always there and who can show that love and that's God, because He is the definition of love. Again, I want to challenge you tonight, if you've never experienced that love, if you've never come to a general relationship with Jesus Christ, talk to your small group leader, talk to me, so that we could tell you more about that love. But yet, for us, again, for many of us, we could have been coming to youth group for many years, we could have been coming to church for many years, and still haven't truly experienced that love. And I want to just close with a picture. You know, the thing about this picture, and I don't know how many of you have ever seen The Passion of the Christ. But let me just tell you this. This picture here can't compare to what Christ went through for us. We can't even put it into a picture. Hollywood can't get it right. But yet, that's what he did for us. For you, for me. And the question is this. Have you experienced that love? But one great thing about this love is this. That we know that on the cross, Jesus didn't stay dead. He arose. But separates Him from every other being. Separates our religion from every other religion. Because we today can say that we worship a risen King. And because of that, we know what true love is that he would lay down his life for us again let's think about this word love let's think about how we just throw it out there because for me and you that is what love is that is it so again i challenge you tonight if You don't know the Lord. If you've never experienced that, talk to one of your leaders. In closing, we have a a short video, uh, a song that I just basically wanted the lyrics of it so that you could see it, um, so you could read the lyrics as the song goes by. Talking about love, it's from Group 1 Crew. So if we could um, watch that, and then I'll come back and close in prayer.
2: no words, no phrase I could create. There is no melody that I could make. How do you sing about a love so deep without feeling like you miss?
0: know, it's because of that love that we can love one another. It's because of that love that we can have a community. It's because of that love that we could have life and life abundant. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for truly showing us what love truly is. And Father, I pray tonight as we go into our small groups, Father, I pray that if there's one here that doesn't know your Savior, that they would talk to one of the leaders and just ask them more about this love. Father, I pray for us as believers that we would truly show this love. That we would show the love to one another. That we would truly show your type of love. And it's only by your grace. Father, and even as for us who do know you as Savior, Father, that we would know that, Father, love, because of that love that you extended to us, that we should extend to one another. And we just pray that you continue to be with us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen.